0: Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com.
1: March is here and so are we. We're the Illini Guys, Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy. This is the Sports Spectacular, award-winning show, uh, well, not not really, but uh, maybe one day. Uh, I don't know. Somehow, we we can only aspire, dream <laughs> the the impossible dream. Uh, big weekend on campus, guys. Senior day on Sunday. We'll reflect back on the amazing careers that the alumni have had. And 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 when you want answers, what do you do? You you ask your Brad. Yeah, our insider Brad Sturdy will deliver the goods later on this hour. Iowa coming up on Sunday, but let's talk first about Thursday night. The Alana getting a, a close win, 60-55 over Penn State. Fellas, I don't know about you, but I still don't have any fingernails. Uh,
2: you know, it, this is the kind of game you get in the Big Ten. You know, they're all grinders, and it's just, uh, you know, you, when you're not – you don't play your best, you don't shoot the ball particularly well, and, you know, they take away Kofi, and it's going to be this kind of game. That's the way Penn State's played all year. I think it was – you know, 51-49 at Wisconsin. So this is just what they want to do. That's what they have to do because they don't have maybe the same talent in Illinois. At the end of the day, you just got to win and uh, set up the big game on Sunday.
3: Yeah, I think this was a great example of the fact that, um, you know, Illinois had a nice big win over Minnesota to start the season. still counts as one win. This is a close win, and it still counts as one win. When you're in the Big Ten playing these teams, um, you just have to be able to get out of the game with a W and then you start game planning for that next team. That's been the beauty of what Coach Underwood's done the last three years. And now they're on to the next thing. It, it's much better to win this game and be disappointed in the style points than it is to lose it and try to figure out what that's going to do to your NCAA seating.
1: Well, and I'm going to look at it from another side, guys, that if I'm an opposing coach, um, I'm saying a few choice uh, curse words watching this game. If I've got to face Illinois, because you had a game plan that you negate Kofi Coburn, the all-American, you hold him to only seven shots and 11 points and six rebounds. You shut down uh, Alfonso Plummer, who just came off tying a school record for, for threes in a game. You limit uh, Trent Frazier and, and what he does. And then what happens to Williams, the guy you said, go ahead and shoot it. He does. And he scores 14 points to lead the team season high. And he wins the game. I mean, it's one more thing you've got to worry about if you're a coach that's going to face Illinois here in March.
2: Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about, well, you know, the, you know about Demonte, and they just left him opening. Well, he made forty percent of his threes. I don't know what I don't know what you want from a guy, you know. So his effective field goal percentage is sixty percent. Kofi's is fifty-seven, and we're bagging on Demonte. I, it doesn't make sense to me, but this is what we do. It. I do think it's hard mentally to handle being being like kind of as Underwood calls it dork like that when nobody guards you you're like you're so open you, sometimes you don't know what to do well just shoot it right and that's that's always the safe bet
3: yeah and, and Coleman Hawkins you know it did get in his head a little bit and yet somehow he has the discipline to get himself back in order and nothing like the low stress situation of free throws in the last two minutes of a game to go and and have to make them and Coleman Hawkins goes out there and, and does that. Um, it showed me a little bit about him as a player as well. A lot of guys after they had that in their head and missed some three pointers would have been a mess at the free throw line. I, I got to tip my hat to him.
1: Well, it's one of those games that again, Penn state um, is not a team that's uh, headed to the postseason, season, but they're a team that decided, I believe was a 12th game that was decided by six, seven points or less. And they're five and seven in those games. So, this is a team you you didn't you know we have seen Illinois a couple of times like build a big lead and then it felt like kind of take their foot off the gas. This is a slugfest for 40 minutes, and so no matter who the opposition is, it's a, it's a Big Ten team that Brad, as you mentioned, we've seen play some close games. That's what they do; they take the air out of the ball. And for Illinois, you found a way to win even when things weren't going well, and I, I think you can take some positives from that. Yeah, I
2: agree. I think you just find a way to win at this point. You know, you're not learning anything yet <laughs> at this point. It's not November, but I, I think it was funny. You know, if Penn State was Wisconsin and they won every close game that they had, they'd be in the NCAA tournament. So it's all how you look at it. You know what I mean? I mean, they'd be have seven more wins or something. So be like nineteen and eight, and we'd be like, wow, what a tough game this was um, against a really good team. So it, sometimes it's just the the way the ball bounces. But I do think Illinois is going to see. A lot of people are talking about, well, what if they see a matchup in the NCAA tournament a team like this? Well, two things. One, teams team has to play like this normally, and not a lot of teams play this style, this slow. I mean, they're like 350 third in tempo. And then you have to have the personnel that they have. So it's, it's different. until And once you get past that first round, the first couple rounds, you know, there's not anybody going to change. You get to a top four seed, top five seed, they're not changing what
3: they do. Yeah, and the big – I think it's clear that Penn State's problem is they don't bank enough shots. And when they do bank shots, <laughs> they tend to do it at the end of the shot clock. So, you know, I mean, the bottom line is there was some luck, you know, that that, that Wisconsin's had this year. And I think, um, I think Illinois got the respect overall from the referees. They did get – Kofi got several calls where he was actually on the ground, um, which we haven't seen – literally the whole big 10 season and Illinois did get 17 free throws versus three. Um, so, you know, they got the respect kind of for going inside and for, and for doing the hard things. Um, overall they earned the victory, but, but Penn state showed a lot of discipline by sticking to that game plan and coming close to winning at one of the toughest places in the big 10.
1: Yeah. We've got uh, Iowa coming up on Sunday. We'll talk a lot about it here in the next two hours, but want to get your thoughts here before a commercial break. Um, guys, the Hawkeyes playing outstanding right now. They looked really good Thursday night as they got the win against Michigan. Wolverines tried to make a comeback. Um, this is a team right now playing its 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 best basketball. You almost could argue um, they, they may be the hottest team in the Big Ten right now, and maybe the most dangerous team in the Big Ten as we speak on this date. The way they're playing and and Keegan Murray, what he's been doing for the Hawkeyes.
2: Yeah, I was. They are playing really well. It's really, you know, you look at them, you're like you know, they, they lost so much last year. So, so I guess it's just uh kind of surprising how good they are, but they're playing really well right now. Uh, I think they've won five in a row heading into that game. And um, you know, I, I think they're a team that you know, I think five in a row, eight of nine or something like that, getting into that game with Illinois on Sunday. So that's a tough game, you know, but It's senior day, and you got to believe Illinois is going to be fired up for that one.
3: This is the classic battle. I mean, there's a reason why it's the game, the last game of the season. These two teams don't really like each other. It hasn't gotten, you know, all weird like Wisconsin and Michigan. They just don't like each other. They're going to be fired up. This is going to be a fantastic game for Illinois fans and for Hawkeye fans. Let's hope that uh, the Illini go out and show what they can do. But, boy, I tell you what, I don't see any I, – I, I see both these teams going toe-to-toe as hard as they can. Yeah. It should be a lot of fun.
1: Be a lot of fun, and we know that you know if something does happen late in the game, if Brad Underwood calls a timeout in the final thirty seconds, Fran will just pull his pull his guys out of the line. I mean, he's done that before. Where he won't go slap uh, Jeff Alexander. He'll just pull his guys out of the out of the the handshake line back in the locker room. We've seen him do that before, so. Um,
2: he didn't want any part of Chester Frazier, let me tell you. That's right. <laughs>
1: that's right. He, he, he saw a video of the uh, the chest bump. He wants nothing.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're, right. You're right.
1: We are just getting started here. We'll look around the league on this final weekend. We'll talk Hawkeyes and, and some of the other matchups that are coming up as um, this weekend as we pack our bags for Indy and the Big Ten Tournament. This is the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network.
4: I'm Kofi Coburn. When it comes to facing my opponents on the basketball court, psh, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right,
1: Kofi. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7,
3: 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org urgentcare.
1: Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224 880 6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224 880 6000 HX Home Solutions. Hey, we appreciate all the feedback and kind words. If you want to reach us at any time, send us an email at info at IlliniGuys.com. First weekend in March, last weekend of the Big Ten regular season. Let's start at the top where it's – guys, it's down to two. Uh, Wisconsin, home against Nebraska. That seemed like a no-brainer until the Huskers shocked the world with a win at Ohio State a few nights ago. A Badgers win, and it's done. A Badgers loss, and then it's Illinois versus Iowa. Uh, That game becomes huge.
2: Yeah, it's – you know the atmosphere is going to be electric anyway, but can you imagine if Illinois is playing for a Big Ten title? against the Hawkeyes. It's going to be nuts. I mean, McCaffrey and Williams will be, you know, exchanging pleasantries from, from the tip and, and never stop.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, a, that's going to be a love fest. Um, no, I, I think lots it's going of to hugging, be... <laughs> lots of hugging. <laughs> well, and, and I've been a Nebraska basketball fan ever since Tuesday night. And, um, I'm really hoping that they can, they can pull This out. I I, obviously you're hoping against hope, but boy, it would be great to see that Illini uh, Iowa game be for all the marbles at least from the uh, Illini standpoint.
1: Yeah, no question about that. Um, You know, it's so we now are at a point where everyone has only one game left, Uh, just one game on Saturday in the Big Ten. Purdue hosting Indiana. You guys, nothing's a given here. Um, Indiana desperate for a win to bolster their NCAA resume. They were a lock about three weeks ago, but they've had a free fall since losing to Illinois at home a month ago. Uh the Boilers not playing their best. Back-to-back losses in just three and three since they beat Illinois three weeks ago.
2: Yeah, that you got Purdue better be uh you gotta believe they'll be fired up to play that one. Indiana's maybe playing for their tournament lives, though. I mean, this is a game. Indiana needs some wins. Um, you know, they're you know. 18 and 11 overall and going into that one. And that's, you know, they're right there on the bubble. I mean, they're going to be a high seed regardless. Um, even if they're in their 10, 11, 12, whatever they are, yeah, they're definitely on the bubble and that win would probably get them into the tournament.
3: Yeah. I, I really got to say though, I, I think Purdue is going to win that game. I just, I just have a feeling that they're too good for Indiana, particularly after I've been to Mackey arena I just don't see those Hoosiers coming in there and pulling off the win, unless, you know, Jaden Ivey is mad at Trevion Williams, and that's going to cause some sort of internal issues. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's see if Mike Woodson can, uh, you know, he, he was, uh, some talking about coach of the year early in the big 10, and that's not the case anymore. Let's see if he can come through and get something uh, done here. Uh the other uh, uh, key, another key matchup I want to talk about here is, is Michigan at Ohio State. Guys, survival of the fittest. You know, we, we, we blasted Michigan last year for not being forced to make up all those COVID games. Uh, well, Karma is, is a you know what because uh, they had to make them up this time and Ohio State as well. Both of these teams playing their 12th game since February 1st. I mean, it is, if, if they have tired legs, it, it's a good reason.
2: Yeah, you kind of understand why Ohio State can look great one night against Illinois and then look terrible the next game against Maryland and and uh, then lose to Nebraska and you know and then you know get a second win against Michigan State. So it's just so hard going through it. Michigan can look great one night and then look terrible. I hey, I think these teams are worn out and the, so these teams it's a war of attrition. I think in this one it's going to be what team can kind of grind this one out and find a way to get a win. And I think Michigan needs it. I really do. I think this is a key game for them because, you know, if they want to solidify themselves as an NCAA tournament team, this would give them a a really another marquee win to add to their resume. I, I don't know that they have, you know, road win like that at Ohio State. So I don't know if they have enough right now. We'll see.
3: Ohio State scares the heck out of me. I think that team with Branham and EJ Liddell, is unreal when they're both hitting all they need is one guy on the rest of the team to hit for that to be for them to be lethal I don't see them losing at home I actually think the big loser um, on Sunday is CBS for picking the Michigan State Maryland game for what they want to broadcast when you have um, Illinois against Iowa or Michigan against Ohio State I'm like well who was in charge of that decision?
1: The one Sunday that they didn't pick Michigan and <laughs> in the last <laughs> month, and, uh, and you're right, yeah. it's get Michigan state and, and Maryland instead. And, and uh, that's not to be, yeah, kind of a, a dog game right now. Michigan state has, has really struggled. Uh, they're in the field, but they've gone from, you know, about a, about a four seed a month ago to probably, they may be a, a nine or 10 seed right now. The, if they don't uh, come up strong, with a couple of wins next week, uh, the rest of the Sunday schedule, Penn state at Rutgers, as you mentioned, Maryland, Michigan state on CBS, uh, and then the uh, the evening game as well, uh, playing at the same time as Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota at Northwestern. Uh, Guys, all these—that's uh, a barn burner. There you go. <laughs> Woo!
3: One of these teams is going to win their Let's 14th see. game. I
2: can watch. I can watch <laughs> Iowa at Illinois or Minnesota at Northwestern. Hmm, that's a tough call. I can watch so. the
3: Iowa Illinois hate fest, or I can watch Minnesota and, and, and Northwestern. Uh, one of them will be. Fourteen win team, and another one's going to be a sixteen loss team.
1: Woo. Yeah, it's almost like uh, I've got Ollie Frazier on one, and I've got Teletubbies on the other channel. I mean, it's it's it's, it's almost like kind of, kind of a
3: tough call. Tough don't call. call. Don't uh, make everyone over the Collins age mad. of
2: 6
1: We'll pick the uh, Ollie Frazier.
3: Don't get don't get Chris Collins mad. He's a Teletubbies coach, but he can be a he can be a handful. <laughs>
1: Well, the, the the costumes were cute, uh, but hey, listen, you know this. Uh, at the same time, um, all of these games will have a big impact on the seeding, and that's what's crazy too. Going into the weekend, we really have no idea where any of these teams. I mean, there, there is not a seed. I, I don't think maybe the 14th seed, maybe. I don't think there is a seed that is set right now before we go into the final the final set of games.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. You know, if if Wisconsin wins, they're the one. If Illinois wins. They're the two or the one, possibly if Wisconsin loses. Purdue can still get to the, there you're going to be the three, unless Illinois loses and they win, then they could get to the two. But if Purdue loses, then they fall into a three, could fall into a three way tie with Iowa and Ohio State. If, you know, so it's chaos right now. But what we know, Illinois is going to be a top three seed. Wisconsin is going to be a top two seed. And, you know, at the end of the, Illinois could still be the one seed. If they tie Wisconsin, they're the one seed because they beat them head to head. So Illinois could be one, two, or three still. And then you look at your matchups. It's the eight, nine game, the two, seven. So after the seven ten. 10, you got the, and then six, 11. So you, you, you got a, your first round game could be like a Rutgers. It could be a Michigan State, a Michigan. It could be Indiana. It could be Maryland. We could have Penn State again. You just, yeah. that's how <laughs> crazy it is. All those teams are kind of in the mix. To end up there, and uh, so I, you can't really do any prep. You're there. Going to be those preliminary games, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a wild weekend in, in Indianapolis. That's for sure.
3: But Brad reminds me of Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park with that little bead of water that goes down his hand. They're like, we don't know what's going to happen. It could go somewhere, anywhere. Who knows? Life finds a way.
0: Yeah,
3: because <laughs> this is like the most unpredictable. I, it, it's going to be an amazing Big Ten tournament, and then. The NCAA tournament is going to be the chaos theory, you know, right out there for all of us to watch. I can't wait.
2: I totally agree because you think about it, there's no team like Baylor or Gonzaga last yep, year. Yep, exactly. None of the teams are that good. I mean, they're all they all have holes and weaknesses. This year, it's wild. Big Ten, same way. There's no team as good as Illinois was last year in the Big Ten. There's no team probably as good as even Michigan was last year in the Big Ten this year. So it's it's wide open. You know, it, it's it's going to be very, very interesting.
3: Yeah, I could see the Big Ten not having any teams get out of the first weekend, or I could see them having two of the final four teams. It's just it's really hard to know.
1: It's that crazy. We do know this. Laura Dern just uh, texted in to say she's mesmerized by Brad's breakdown of uh, of what could happen next weekend. So,
3: well, maybe awesome. maybe some week we'll interview her. Probably <laughs> maybe, not.
1: Maybe, you know. You never know. You never know who's going to stop by the state-of-the-art studio of Illini guys. Sports spectacular. All right, we do know this. we got to take a quick break. Sam no,
2: Neal's listening, though, now. <laughs> I got him to pay attention. That's right. <laughs> and,
1: and he wants in. If, 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 yeah. if Jeff and, her, and Laura, why could I get it? Uh, <laughs> Illinois, Iowa, Sunday night on Senior Day. Our man Demonte Williams is up next to talk about his final game at State Farm Center and we can't wait for that. He's next here on the Sports Tech.
0: Since Bucy Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini member fdic
1: planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business whether it's a leaky roof windows or door worn out siding or paint outdated kitchen bathroom or basement look no further than hx home solutions your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out trusted by chicagoland since 1950 find out why hx gets an a plus rating by the better business bureau call today 224-880-6000 that's hx home solutions 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000. HX Home Solutions.
0: You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio.
1: Glad you're with us here on the Illini Guys Radio Network, this segment presented by HX Home Solutions. It's a special weekend, senior day as the Illini host Iowa, and one of the honorees, Demonte Williams, joins us now on the Sports Spectacular. Uh, Monte, good to have you on. Uh, hey, just before we get into to talk about Sunday and against Iowa, I know that's going to be a special moment for you. I want to talk about just uh, Brad and I both were up at the game last week in Michigan and um, how sweet that was. He had both these wins in Michigan back-to-back weekends. And um, to do it, it, it just was – there was a sweet silence in the winter in Michigan, and you guys did it.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, especially uh, in uh, Michigan, uh, Michigan and Michigan State. You know, it's always tough to get one on the road, and uh, we were able to get two uh, with a couple of uh, Trent Daggers
2: so you, you've got a – so DeMonte, you've been in orange and blue for five years. Five years, right? And uh, now you get your senior day against uh, against Iowa. Couldn't probably ask for a better opponent to play against, you know, that, that rivalry there. What's, what's it like going into your – what do you, what's it like with this senior day for you?
4: Um, really just preparing for another game, uh, which it would be a high-level high game. Um, be the last one in uh, State Farm, so it, it'll be a tough one. Um, but I mean, it's been it's been a while. Um, I mean, my time here was was great. I had fun the whole time I was here. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't change places for the world.
3: So when you look at this career, DeMonte, I don't know what your expectations were, but how does this, you've had a fantastic five-year career here. How does it measure up with, you know, reality, with what you had in mind when you were just a, a young freshman coming into the basketball
4: program? I mean, uh, I had the same vision. Um, that was just to get a line of basketball to, back the way it used to be. Um, and I was going to do whatever it took in order for us to to, for that to happen. And we had, a bunch of guys on the same, uh, same page. And uh, we, I mean, we're here now.
1: You know, when you think about your career and talking here with Demonte Williams, the senior guard for the Illini and, and even within the program overall.
4: Uh, just the culture. Um, everything is, I mean, everything has changed uh, from when I first got here. Um, whether if it's uh, being in the gym all day, every day with teammates or, just just really just chilling out, hanging out, uh, just bonding with each other. Um, and really just and really just enjoying the, the time here. Um, I mean, you only get get to go to college once. So, really just enjoying the time.
2: Now, DeMonte, De I, I went to college for six years. And so, you still have <laughs> another year to catch up with me. So, uh, don't feel bad about going five. Um, I think uh, it's I, it's underrated. I so, um, but I... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, as you go, as you look back on your career, is there a, do you have, like, a, a memory? Like, is there one moment or memory that maybe clicks with you or you you is always in your mind as you're looking back?
4: Uh, really, it takes me back to, really, my first practice um, <laughs> when uh, Coach Underwood told me to pack my bags up and go back home because uh, I was fresh off an in, uh, injury and we were doing uh, conditioning and, I was nowhere near in college basketball shape. So I almost passed out. <laughs> but I got back up um, and, and kept fighting through it. Is, is
3: there any one moment, any one game that stands out in your mind as the best moment or the one that you look back on with the fondest um, you know, feelings
4: as you look back at it? I want to say my freshman year. Uh, playing in a big time game at, um, when we played Purdue when they were super loaded, um, just getting everybody to fight back and I think we were down big and just getting everybody to fight back and just having that will and I just seen in everybody and that was that was probably one of the the biggest ones for me. Awesome. That year, that year we went through some stuff. That year. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we went through some stuff
3: that year. <laughs> Makes this year seem kind of nice, doesn't it? Even with all the challenges you've had this year, compared to what you had to face in year one and year two, huh?
4: It definitely does.
2: <laughs> you definitely Win- do. winning's fun.
1: Winning's fun, isn't it?
4: Yeah. It facts, but it's hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rather be here though than on the on that side, the other side. So that'd be good. Yeah,
4: definitely. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: yeah, you, you, know, you could, you could have made a mistake and gone to Iowa. I mean, that could have been, could have really downhill. So, so, no, at least you didn't they, make that. They you didn't recruiting. make that mistake. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, as, um, as uh, I know, well, obviously we're going to talk to you again, but, but we do want to say here uh, on the Eva senior day, just what a real treat it's been from all of, for all of us to watch your career and watch you develop as a player and as a person and, um, uh, we'll be there rooting for you as well on, on Sunday. I look forward to talking with you next week. Um, good luck this weekend against Iowa, and we'll talk to you again before the Big Ten Tournament.
4: All right. Thank you. I really appreciate y'all. All right. We appreciate good it. luck, DeMonte.
1: Yes, yes. Wish him uh, big luck uh, there as he gets uh, a curtain call. If you are in the house, sold out at State Farm Center on Sunday, stand up and give this man his love. Give this man his due. Um, guys, you know, we, we get a chance. We have fun with DeMonte. I mean, he's, he's just such a... What a character. What a great personality. And um, to me, he he's what Illinois basketball is all about. He represents what Illinois basketball is all about. No question about it. Everyday him. guy. he is. he's an everyday guy. Devontae Williams, you're in the segment presented by HX Home Solutions. More on Senior Day and the Illini and the Hawkeyes coming up after this.
3: This is Jeff Alexander, assistant basketball coach for the Fighting Illini. You're listening to the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular.
1: Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley. Try to do what we can here as uh, we tip off the month of March. You know, Trent Frazier is a finalist for the National Senior Class Award, and he needs your vote. Go to our website, IlliniGuys.com. Click on the Vote for Trent entry. there are on the right side of the page, and you can vote as often as you like. But do it now, and uh, do it until your fingers hurt, because the voting ends on March 21st. He's in second place right now, so you got to got to get on that uh you know a very very busy month ahead and really let's face it um the busier the better right one more game on the slate and then off to the big 10 tournament where illinois will get a double buy and play in a quarterfinal game on friday illinois versus iowa on this sunday 6 30 p.m tip off on fs1 it is a sellout and guys it's a night for the seniors and what a night it's going to be starting with with trent Frazier. Yeah,
2: Trent is a you know fifth year guy. Epitomizes the everyday guy mentality that Brad Underwood wants. Um, He gives it on both ends, brings it on both ends. You know the funny thing about Trent is his development. He came in as a guy who just wanted to shoot the ball as much as possible and chuck threes and score, and you know didn't believe in you know didn't really like defense. And now he's a defensive stopper. He's deferred to IO. He, I mean, what a consummate teammate that this guy has been over his five years at Illinois.
3: Yeah, he's one that I think fans should really take a look at uh, each and every game and kind of appreciate what he brings to the table because there's going to be a void next year. You know, I have no doubt Coach Underwood and his staff will put together an excellent you know recruiting class. You got Harris and Epps coming in. You don't know what's going to come in on the transfer portal, but we're going to miss a guy who can put in the dagger three when you need it at the end of the game and guard guys between 5'11 and 6'6 throughout a whole game. Uh, there's just, it's going to be a void no matter what happens, so appreciate each game that you get to watch him.
1: And, and it's it's Mike, well said, and it's so um, bittersweet to come to this point of the stage, the point of his career, and this point of the season, knowing that he only has a few games left in an Illini uniform. It was great, you know, Brad and I were up in Ann Arbor last weekend and just watching him work on defense. He just works and works, and I thought about Brad, I thought about what Underwood said earlier this year uh, as he shut down one of the, the opposing players in the earlier season games, non-conference games. And the quote was, Trent just takes your soul away. And 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 he does. He is so relentless on defense. Um, and then the leadership. Love the the, the Twitter, um, uh, the tweet by uh, Illini basketball this week, making fun of the uh, winter in Michigan. <laughs> Brad, I think yeah. you posted up. Did you put on the Illini guys board?
2: I did. I did. I I loved it because, you know, and you see that and Larry, you and I were sitting there in Michigan together and you see like how quiet it does get silent. Trent hits a dagger. It just goes from this crazy atmosphere to just like silence. Yeah. It's Michigan. So they're just trying to help out with their tourism. I I appreciate that. What a guy, you know, Trent doesn't, he even helps out with Michigan tourism. That's a special player.
1: (laughs) Back to back weekends.
3: Yeah, and, and it, at my house it was no 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 yes yes yes. So I mean <laughs> he just has a way of he just has a way of taking these shots, and you're you're thinking to yourself, well that's not the greatest shot, and there it goes. It's nothing but net. So it, it is going to be um, each each game. You know you kind of got to savor it with the seniors that we've had and what they've done for this program, along with Coach Underwood in turning things from we were an irrelevant and unimpressive basketball team to a team that people look at um, as underperforming when they are tied for second place in the Big Ten and they ignore the injuries this team has faced. It's, Pretty amazing turnaround.
1: Yeah, it's been fantastic what, what he has done. And to do it the week before, a very similar shot, almost the same spot on the court, to finish off Michigan state in the same fashion. And uh, Brad, you're right. There, there was a silence and then there's this low rustle. And if you look up the, the rustling was people getting up from their seats to leave because they, <laughs> the game, was over. Time to, game over time to go home.
4: <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> And it's Sizzler,
2: so for them. Sizzler buffet closes at five. Let's go. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> if we, we leave now. We can, we can just barely make it. So as Brad put that on the message board on a lot of guys.com, he, he titled the thread, drop the mic. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> drop the mic. It's over. So uh, Trent Frazier special. Um, I don't know if there will ever be one like him, just the things that he has done. Um, you know, obviously we talked to DeMonte last week. Uh, the other senior is, is Alfonso Plummer. And what a single season he has had in Champaign.
2: Yeah, a Plumber just comes in, you know, comes from Utah, like, yeah, we got this guy who can shoot a little bit. Yeah, he can shoot a little bit. I mean, he's uh, you know, he's tied this, you know, record for threes in a game. He's, you know, had most back to back, most get threes and games back to back. He's, you know, scoring. He, you know, he's not the best defender in the world. But my goodness, without where would Illinois be without him and his offense this year? He's just been dynamite on the offensive end. And you know what's underrated about him? He can actually get to the rim, and he is fantastic at finishing in just you know, weak angles and getting the ball over the shot blocker. So he's actually good at getting to the rim too. But, I mean, obviously his bread and butter is, man, this kid can shoot it with anybody in the country.
3: And with 88 uh, three-pointers this season, Plummer is tied for fourth all-time for single season uh, three-pointers for the Illini. And at 116 is Luther Head. And at the rate that he hits threes, if he has a hot streak and the Illini win games, he might even be able to make a run and be number one all time for a single season. That would be a heck of an effective transfer that uh, Coach Underwood got signed that a lot of us, when he got signed, we were like, eh, you know, we're all worried about Trey Mitchell or other people. Boy, did Alfonso Plummer outperform! everybody's expectations outside of probably his own and the coaching staffs.
1: You're right. At the time we were concerned about Adam Miller. He kind of took the spot yep. of, of Adam Miller, who was on the transfer portal and there was some talk that uh, Sturdy was reporting that he was talking to Underwood may come back and basically kind of gave it some time and it didn't work out. And so Plummer takes the spot and what a year he's had to your point. And I love what Alfonso talked about in terms of why he came as after a, one of the game re- it might've been the Michigan game, one of the games recently. And, and he said, you know, I came here because I, I, I loved the program. I love what everyone's going to do. And I felt like they could make me better. And one thing I wanted to do was become a better defender. So he talks about it even again, being better on defense. And, and um, even though he does have some shortcomings there um, there's no question that, uh, you know, he, you can see him still work and, and um, he's such an asset for Illinois. Now there are two wild cards that we um, they have eligibility, but may not be coming back next season. And that's Jacob Grandison and then Austin Hutcherson injured. And um, I'm so disappointed because he was a player that I know that we all just really had such high hopes for. And, and we hate that injuries uh, took that joy away.
2: Yeah. Hutch is a great kid. Um, it's too bad. He hasn't gotten much chance to play showed some sparks and there are some, you know, flashes in that all, uh, exhibition game. And you're hoping he could get healthy and it just hasn't ever worked out for him here. Um, So, you know, he has another year, but I'm guessing he might go through this today. I mean, graduate, get his master's degree and so forth. Jake Grandison, you know, he's been an integral part of the last two seasons. He moves in starting lineup last year. Illinois starts winning um, at a high level. And then, you know, this year he's just been steady. A great three-point shooter, excellent post-entry passer, does those little things that help you win games. Underwood loves having him on the floor. So those are just fantastic kids. Uh, Great, great, very important to this program.
3: Yeah, you need you need those type of kids. Even Hutcherson, look at him coming back and uh, traveling with the team this year, even though he's not going to be able to play. It'd be a lot easier to stay home and recuperate, uh, that type of thing. But here he is doing it. It kind of goes to that identity and the culture that Coach Underwood's trying to build with the program, which uh, has successfully been revamped.
1: i, I got to get to a break, but Brad, I have to ask you, what are the odds that either one of these two or both could be in uniform next season as it stands right now in early March?
2: I mean, obviously they'll make a decision at the end of the year, but I think it's pretty slim right now. I mean, I would expect both the guys to move on. They're old. They have an opportunity maybe to play professionally and, and do something with that and make a little money to play. And I think that, you know, you can only be in college for so long. I mean, I did six years, but maybe they don't want to do that six year. So, you know, it is what
1: it is. We could always, you know, give them the uh, Van Wilder Award for the longest term college, yeah. <laughs> possibly. So, he but, broke,
2: he uh, broke my record. There so, yeah, uh, <laughs> you
1: know. go. That's right. So, that, that part was cut out of the movie, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, just, exactly. That was an integral part. I, int- I inter- get edited part. out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We are the Illini Guys. It's just a sports spectacular. Much more coming up after this timeout. Stay with us.
0: You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys radio network. At Busey Bank. We understand you have a vision for your future, and we're committed to helping you achieve your dreams. Since 1868, we've invested in recruiting and retaining the best and brightest associates. Busey's unique culture is one that values and supports you, provides opportunities for growth, and is much more than a job. It's a career. Build relationships, build community, and build your career at Busey Bank. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini.
5: You know, you, you you you've got to take what you get in a, in a 55 possession game. Um, you know, which you know, I told our team afterwards. I said this will be three or four games like this in the NCAA tournament, and uh, uh, we saw a lot of different things tonight that we normally see. Uh, guys not being guarded, uh, triangle two zones. You know, it looked like they were all in uh, a, a bunch of combination defenses. Uh, and um, I, I'm really proud of Kofi. I thought he was tremendous defensively in a night when he wasn't great offensively. And they did a good job of taking him, uh, taking him out of that. But uh, uh, you, know, you start looking at our shot chart, and uh, you know, not many nights. DeMonte Williams is gonna lead us in attempts, uh, and yet uh, give him credit. He jumped up there and, and uh, you know, makes four threes and, and leads us in scoring. I thought they did a great job on Plummer, and uh, uh, you know that's you um, uh, <coughs> know tribute Each them.
1: It's the Illini guys, sports spectacular. That was Illini coach Brad Underwood talking Thursday night after the sixty to fifty five win over Penn State. That again was a real grind fest. But it just seems like no matter what coaching staff is in state college, this is the kind of game they play. I mean, we were just complaining about. 38-33 games in the Bruce Weber era back in the day. And and here we are another one where they just don't want to take the, the air out of the ball. But I want to talk about kind of the the chess match that is March and that is tournament play. Um and he said, something, Brad, really interesting there talking about in terms of this was ugly, but they expected it. And and again, finding a way to 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 find a way to persevere and and get the W.
2: Yeah. It's interesting. I expected this too. I expect it to be kind of a grinder because that's the way Penn state plays. I think the crazy part about the NCAA tournament, you talk about the chess match, you talk about matchups dictate so much of this and how can they match up and how do they play against this guy and that guy? And do teams play zone? Do they play some man? Do they, they play a junk defense like we see from Penn state tonight. I think early in the, early in the tournament, you may see that like a a 13, if Illinois is a four or three and they're playing 13 14, you might see something kind of weird like that. As you go into the tournament and you're playing these teams that think they're good, they think they're good. And they can maybe play you head up. You see a little bit less of that because they don't want to give up. I mean, let's be honest. Penn state rolled the dice, gave wide open threes and said, Hey, if you miss them, we can beat you. and it's a, it's definitely dangerous, but at the same time it, it was effective. So in the NCAA tournament, all different kinds of teams, short prep times too, from like a Friday, Sunday, Thursday, Saturday, whatever it is. So it's a, it's tougher. And so you really got to be able to execute and go qu- and figure it out in a hurry uh, when you get to the NCAA
3: tournament. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because Kofi is such a force that he's almost like playing a junk offense because nobody's ever really (laughs) dealt with, they just haven't dealt with, they look down the other end of the court and they haven't seen somebody that big since Shaquille O'Neal. So he's almost like they've got to try to figure out like, how do you deal with him? And you get to see some creative defenses out there. But Brad and I talked um, earlier in the week on a podcast and it's like, how do you train your team to play a whole new defense in a day? You know, if your game's on Friday, Sunday, and you're going to unveil a new defense, um, you know, uh, you know, show that to your team, practice it on Saturday, and then unveil it against this monster. That's not very easy.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's also offense. You have to, yeah. you know, Illinois defends, you know, differently than a lot of teams on those ball screens, and because Trevor Frazier's special, so they can do those things. But they can defend those ball screens differently. So you got to change the way you attack offensively, too. Illinois wants to run you off that three-point line. Don't want to give up threes. Want to force you to shoot twos. got to change what you do. And are you going to post up your guy against Kofi? Is that a good move? Probably not. So (laughs) it's a a weird – it's such a strange dynamic. Your offense, defense, it really makes – it's fun. It's fun to break this stuff down.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And how many times do we see Thursday night? They would, you know, again on the pick and roll, they'd have their, you know, their their guard. They would try to post up the guard, and him back in, back in, back in. And Treta isn't giving any an inch. And in the second half, that worked a few times in the first half, but the second half, Illinois makes the adjustment. Kofi adjusted how he would stay home, but also still would would flash to make himself a presence. How many times did that guard? find himself in no man's land, picking up his dribble with nowhere to go. <laughs> I mean, that, yes. that would happen too. So no question, no question about that. So
3: yeah, that kind of shoots the whole, uh, we don't have coach Underwood doesn't adjust at the half that, that kind of went out the window because yeah. he showed it tonight. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah we Yeah. I, I think a lot of the coaching criticisms, you know, from the, From the uh, the peanut gallery. Sometimes they're a little bit strange, but you know, that's what they do. That's why they're fans. They're fanatics.
1: That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Well, we'll take another quick time out here on the Sports Spectacular. Coming up, we're going to get some answers. Uh, We ask our Brad, because our Brad uh, always knows. And Brad, we trust on the Sports Spectacular. Who's that guy? Who is that guy?
4: (laughs) I'm Demonte Williams. When it comes to hustling on the court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, DeMonte. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries
1: that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your
4: MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year.
1: They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com.
0: You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com, on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio. The sports
1: spectacular keeps rolling in this segment presented by OSF healthcare.
0: You know, when you were growing up
1: and you wanted to know something as a kid, what would you do? Ask your, ask dad, your dad, right? That's right. Yep. Look, dad's not here on the show. He's off doing something else. So it's time to ask your Brad.
3: That's right. Brad Sturdy, Illini guys, insider and analyst with answers to all of our burning questions. And here's one of the first that we got from a fan. Dane Danger, how is he doing in practice on the court, and in conditioning with Fletch?
2: Yeah, Danger's uh, doing well. He's been a big part of the scout team since he arrived at Illinois, um, learning the system, getting in shape. And he's a you know he's a six nine, big bodied kid, kind of in the mold of what Purdue has in Trevion Williams. Um, and he's uh, he's changed his body already. He's uh, when he arrived, he was at two hundred and eighty four pounds. He's down around two seventy two. Last week, um, Fletch is really impressed with his work ethic. and You know, that was a question about danger. I mean, a lot of people question, does he have the motor? Does he have the everyday guy mentality? And uh, he's getting – Fletch is getting a lot out of him. And, uh, you know, I know that the Illinois assistant coaches and Brad Underwood are uh, – you know, Tim Anderson the one who kind of connected him. He's very high on danger and thinks he has a chance to be really, really good.
1: It would be awesome to have him uh, out there on the court uh, starting next season and have, I think, three years eligibility left, right? The Minnesota yes native – um, 2022 class coming in next fall. You've got a couple of guards and sincere Harris out of Ohio. Jay Nepps from Virginia and Ty Rogers out of the Chicago area, Harvey Thornton high school, which of the three do you see, uh, making a, the biggest impact next season as, as a freshman? You know,
2: it's, it's really tough. That's a tough cause. They are all very good players, but I like Ty Rogers. I think Ty Rogers with his, um, his length his athleticism, his ability to pass the ball. Um, his ability to almost initiate an offense as a point forward um, and his defensive versatility, which, you know, Underwood loves, I think he's got a chance to come in and make a major impact uh, for the alina And that that's that long wing that has given Illinois trouble this year. Now I say that I love sincere Harris's upside. I think he's got huge upside in like a somewhere between a Brandon Paul or you know, even some people even said Kendall Gill, which is really high praise. Let's not go there yet, but maybe like a Brandon Paul type guy who can really develop and be a good player. But, but then Jaden Epps is a walking bucket. I mean, this dude does it against the best competition in the country. He scores. And then when he doesn't score, he, he facilitates, you know, I have 26 points, one game, 17 points, nine assists, the next game. I mean, just a fan fantastic score three. He's got a great mid-range game. And my favorite thing about Jaden Nepps is his layup package. I mean, this guy hits from all all angles. He hits finger rolls. He hits floaters. He hits left hand, right hand. It doesn't matter. He, it goes in all the time.
3: You know, we've got another question from one of our Illini guys radio network listeners. Uh, And this is the million dollar question. Will Kofi Coburn return next season as an Illini?
2: That literally is a million dollar question. <laughs> um, so, uh, and I think it comes down to can Illinois, you know, get him the NIL money. Kofi loves it at Illinois. He lives large. He loves Brad Underwood. He loves the program. Um, he loves being the big man on campus. He loves being a star. And and he wants to have his jersey in the rafters, which he's already uh, done. He's talked about, I even mentioned one day uh, this winter year where he mentioned like, you know, if he came back another year, he'd be the all time leading rebounder and, score in Illinois basketball history, potentially, which is pretty big. And actually he has two more years. So he could come back and set it out there. You got 3000 points, 2000 rebounds. So that would be sweet. Cool, right. I mean, let's do it. But um, Yeah. I think I, I'm going, I'm, 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 I'm in, I've donated my $1. Um, that I can afford. Um, that was my pay last week from the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. And um, so I donated that to Kofi coming back. So if we can just find a million more people, I think we can get him. No, I think Kofi is uh, is very good chance he could be back in, at Illinois next year. He, he's going to declare for the draft. He's going to go through the process, but I do think Illinois has a great uh, opportunity to have him return
1: next year. That is just uh, music to all of our ears, uh, if that's possible. Has something changed with Kofi? He, he seems to... Despite the the issues and the double triple teams and the fouls not being called, and we've talked about all that, but um, is there a, is there a greater joy for him this year than last year? What's what's different with Kofi from from a year ago?
2: Well, and I will say this: I feel like last year was a grind for these guys, and I know it was fun winning and all these things, but they basically spent like nine months secluded from every other human being on the planet, almost. Now they, they get to go out and have a little fun. And it, you know, it, it bit them a little bit at Christmas with all the COVID positives, but at the same time, you know, the, these guys are having, they're enjoying more of a campus life and a real college experience, packed houses, uh, you know, crowds are great. And, and you know, Kofi eats up the, the road crowds and he also eats up the home crowd. So he, he loves that stuff. So he loves going against great competition, like guys like Hunter Dickinson, you know, and, and, and other, you know, great big men in the, in the league.
1: Okay. That's a fair question. Um, you know, we're missing Brad, 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 (laughs) ask your Brad. Okay. I know. Annoying. Sorry. Okay. One more question. Uh, tournament time.
2: You gotta say it four times, right?
1: Yeah. 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 I said it three. I didn't want you to hang up on me. Uh, we, (laughs) we, Uh, Tournament time. And and here we are. Big Ten tournament, NCAA tournament. Put on your coach's hat. What's what's the one thing that concerns you about this Illini team right now heading into tournament play?
2: Uh, I I think the biggest concern for me has been uh, they've had some defensive issues, Um, not being great defensively at times this year and not being locked in defensively. Um, this is a team that we know can score the ball and, and they've had a couple of games. Where they didn't score as well. You know, Kofi's been out. They've had a revolving door of player injuries and concussions and things. And I think that's hurt their offense, but I feel like they're getting back there um, offensively. I think they're on the right track. You know, Kerbello's back. He gives them that ability to get in the paint. Trent Frazier you know not to mention grandison and, and you throw in coleman hawkins emergence as on the offensive glass and as an offensive player and passer and then you have kofi obviously who's you know the best big man in the country offensively i'm fine this team has to guard to be successful and they have to find a way to get stops in keep situations and 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 without fouling and they've had some issues defending and I know teams have made, we, we went and looked at, I think it was Rutgers where there was a, based on shot, the shot diet, you know, what, who had the best shots. Illinois wins that game 92% of the time and Rutgers wins eight. It was one of the eight because Rutgers won that game. So some of it's luck, some of it's, you know, just a bad break here and there, you know, and, and as we saw, you know, <laughs> earlier this week, uh, Purdue had a bad break at Wisconsin with a couple of bank shots. So that stuff happens and you can't really control that. But I think you, if it's consistently happening, there's a bigger flaw and there's a bigger issue that Illinois has to address, and that's defending in the in the half court. And they were great early in the year and haven't been as great of late. So hopefully they can rectify that moving forward.
1: Had those moments. You're right. If they could just put it all together, that would be outstanding. Okay, there it is. That is Ask Your Brad, presented by OSF Healthcare. Brad, thanks. And uh, buy us some ice cream. Welcome. Uh, Mike, the, Mike, Mike.
3: I already ate it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I bought to... some, but it didn't make it home. <laughs> yet, another, yet another guy. death of <laughs> the end of food. <laughs> food it's my you. car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm like uh, more of the Illini I Penn State game. <laughs> Look ahead to the Hawkeyes visiting on Sunday night. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular powered by IlliniGuys.com.